the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome in to another edition of the Tailgate. Uh, brought in a special guest today to do the show. His name is Jeff Cardozo, and Howdy. apparently he used to pitch at Florida, uh, from what I've been told. It's good to be here. It's good, good to, to be, have you back. Good I, to see you. You had to like that uh, charter flight back. I know that. Oh, yeah, it was really nice. Now, was there? I, I don't. Was it a charter or just commercial? Charter. So was there any? There was actually. It was two planes. Really? Two propeller planes. Like, you know, like on, uh, it was like the old Captain like Jack's. <laughs> but yeah, that, or um, it reminded me a lot of the plane that they took in uh, Major League. <laughs> you know, Did you ever Wesley fly to Snipes Captain Jack? Oh, yeah. I was on it quite a bit. I was on it when it caught on fire one time. Yeah. It was, in the air. <laughs> it was not good. We had to do two different emergency landings on that thing over the years. And and one you time you're not talking about this flight. You're no, talking about, oh, this one was Captain easy, Jack, nice and yeah. smooth. Weather was great. And just, I mean, so much better than flying into Jacksonville. So, so what was that home. flight from the? Uh, and I know this airport very well. The Golden Triangle Airport. We actually didn't even use the Golden Triangle. Oh, That's how VIP we were. I call it the Golden Showers the, Airport. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was the Starkville Airport. Oh, there is an airport in there Starkville. It's a little smaller. Never flown into it. It's very it similar life. to what you get on the private side of the Gainesville Airport. Okay. Like those guys over so there. So from the point, the time that plane took off to it landed in Gainesville, which I can't believe you got to fly to Gainesville. I know. How, what was the uh, time? Hour 26 minutes. Wow. You were, I mean, that was, I, I was thinking about you, that you were going to have to drive back from Starkville with Eric. A, a fine companion yeah. to have on But that not game. for 11 hours. Not for 11 hours. And I was like, Jeff is going to come in here today for my one appearance I get with him, and he's going to be just wasted. He's not going to have any, any game at all. No. Yeah, it was good because the Gators had games, so that, that was good. And my golf game was good. I played Saturday morning. Did you? With Tom Hart, whipped his ass. So that was fun. Tom Hart, I kept saying, Tom, who – he keeps talking about this Evans guy catching the ball. I go, there's no guy down Evans named Evans on the team. And I went, oh, I guess there is a guy named. I had no idea that Ty Evans was even on the team. Wow. Because I, I mean, I have not watched any of those midweek games, Bethune games, where yeah. you, you know, which you got again tomorrow. Well, you don't have it, but it's being played. Who's doing the game tomorrow? Steven Eric. Oh, well, you get the A team in for mm -hmm. that game. Um, but I was listening to it, Tim, and I go, there, who is Evans? You're getting the name wrong. You're think you're confusing him with the guy on the other team. And then I went, I started looking it up and I go, Oh, this guy did play a couple of games. Yeah, and, and he was a part of that really talented freshman recruiting class, the number one recruiting class in the country, which had not lived up to its billing yeah. until uh, the last couple of weeks. You're finally starting to see guys that, uh, have, a, have ability to be pretty good. Castellio, is it Castel? I can't Caglione. say. Caglione. Caglione? Why is it? Is it Caglione? That's the name? Yes. Jack? Jack. With, with no K? 
Correct. J-E-C Caglione. Jack Caglione. Okay, I'm going to get it right. Ty Evans, they threw four freshmen on Saturday night, mm-hmm. held them to three runs. Mm-hmm. It, it, this class has all of a sudden emerged, you know. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. Cause I, to me, I was like going, hey, this freshman class ain't, ain't crap. And now all of a sudden it may carry them all the way to uh, who knows what. I mean, I'm not saying the College World Series. Yeah, I don't know if they're still that good. But, but, but they're better. They're better, for sure. And, and you needed – I mean, I think Derek Fabian's just tired. He's played every Freshman game, basically. Yep. And, I mean, you're used to playing 20 to 25 games in high school, and now you're up to – You never had to run into the freshman wall because you didn't pitch that much. Right, my freshman year. Yeah, but, I mean, the freshman wall is there for a lot of different players. Mm-hmm. Some guys don't have a problem with it, but in every sport – basketball softball you you if you play every day it, it comes back to haunt you because you just you get worn out and you could see it in Derek Fabian uh, maybe Judd Fabian's getting worn out too after that five strikeout performance on Sunday you may not uh yeah, it was a tough day but they won that's it it's all that matters and it's the first time they've been able to sweep a team all year and I I mean it makes you look back even more now saying gosh Win that Sunday Alabama game. Win the the game oh, that Fabian hit the two run homer against Georgia. Win the the Tennessee game that you I blew. Know, but you also won some games you probably could have lost. Not really. Well, they could. I mean, they were tied going into the ninth inning. Yeah, but then you never really were down. Yeah, but you could have lost the game. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm just saying. But all those you were up when they went to the bottom of the eighth Saturday. I go, well, here's where they give up a run. They lose the game. They closer comes in but i i will say this mississippi state they don't pitch well they don't that's yeah. the uh, weak point of their team and and we're talking about defending national champs and as we all know all coaches believe in this one theory with the exception of billy donovan in 2007 we're not defending anything we're it's a totally different team well it wasn't a different team in 07 with basketball but it mississippi state is a totally different team and they yeah. clearly they, they lost some veteran hitters. They had three pitchers get hurt that are now out for the season. But, I mean, it happens to everybody. You just got to deal with it and figure it out. Why do you think – because I saw a graphic on this um, this weekend. So many uh, quality – I mean, weekend starting pitchers are out for the year this year. It just seems like there's a lot of them. Because everybody throws harder. Everybody lifts weights too young. And – Everybody lifts weights <laughs> too young. Like yeah. that, I think that's the biggest problem. It was it was actually really cool. Uh, Ron Polk. Came. So you're keeping it from your son or from Austin? Yeah, right? he's still lifting weights. <laughs> but whatever. But Ron oh. Polk came in the booth. Oh, did he? And had a long. Did he go on the air? Uh, not a, no. He was actually his part. He does their Friday night radio games. Oh, he does. Okay. No. So came in. We I had like a Ron Polk. Long conversation. And and part of it was the the Tommy John stuff because he asked about Barco and their their number one guy is also out with Tommy John and he started telling me stories about you know Pat McMahon once he was done here with Florida he went down and he ran a a school in the Dominican that yep, was basically that, yeah. the Yankee organization yep. and they would sign guys out of high high well not high school but like you're fourteen fifteen years old and you'd sign and you'd now go to this academy down there and that's why these guys became so good but none of them ever had arm problems they could throw forever all day every day and it didn't make it wasn't a big deal because 
they weren't growing too fast. They weren't lifting these weights. And he, all these people, it was it was kind of a cool story. So there's, there, there's an argument to be made. That's what happened with Tiger. Yeah, got he too got, big. Got too big. Too. Yeah, so you don't have that lankiness anymore. You're not throwing all the time. It's not like a rubber arm because it's just it, it's too much. And 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 it was cool to to hear that and and understand it. And, and he's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody. Would, I mean, I didn't lift weights in high school. I didn't either, but it was I didn't play sports. Yeah. I played golf. But I think <laughs> even so, let's just say 25 years ago, that wasn't a thing. Right. And all of a sudden it has become a thing and you're, you're doing it at 12, 13 years old. I think you just get too big too fast and your body's not ready for it. And Could then, be. And inevitably and uh, again, in, tear uh, something. And others, and like football you, and basketball, you don't have to worry about that. I mean, most I guarantee you most um, football and basketball players couldn't tell you where that ligament is that, that to- causes tummy. What is it, URL? ULR? UCL. UCL? Mm-hmm. UCAR? UK, what is it? What does UCL stand for? Ulnary collateral ligament. No, ulnary is not a word. Something like that. Ulnar. Ulnar collateral ligament. Okay. <laughs> We're going to give you more of this great um, anatomy discussion, but uh, also softball gets the number five seed in the SEC tournament, which was kind of what I was hoping for, and I wanted to be a the highest seed they could get, and that was the size they could go. But unfortunately, it means we will be limited in what we can do radio-wise this week. Um, Wednesday, obviously, we're not going to have a show because of uh, the uh, Rays game is on anyway, and Florida would be on. So it would, I don't. I, I again, that's up to Seth to figure out what's going to happen there. Thursday, we're very iffy on Thursday. Friday, we'll do a show no matter what because if they play, it'll be at five thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't be here, but I'll I'll have. If if it's if they are playing, I'll just do the hour and twenty minutes by myself. So anyway, not that anybody really cares about this, but I know a lot of you are always asking, "Are you guys going to do shows this week?" So we're I'm answering that question right. Off the yeah, top. tough time down the uh, down the stretch, but a lot to talk about here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. So let's. Oh, get... I got a great. What made you smile this week? Oh, nice. I good. got a really good one. Okay, then we'll get to that at some point today. Okay. Let's get uh, Craig to kick things off. Craig, what's up? Hey, guys. Happy Monday. Um, so, yeah, great weekend. The baseball team uh, bounced back with a nice sweep, and the lacrosse team got a number seven seed, as well as the they uh, did. tennis yep. team is doing well in the uh, tournament. Uh, just beat Miami. So, Pat, you mentioned it. You know, I always call about softball, and and you had mentioned, you know, getting a a number five seed. But, you know, we talked about this last week. There were so many teams right there trying to get that last, the fourth, fifth, sixth seed in the tournament, and things fell into place because Florida was done. But what we're trying to figure out is, okay, so Kentucky got the four seed with the exact same SEC record as Florida did. So when you do head-to-head matchups and you look at the same teams they played, overall the records were the same. Florida had an overall better record percent-wise, and they finished fourth in the final standings. Anyone of you guys can speak on how Kentucky jumped them to get the number four seed instead well, of the fifth seed? They didn't jump them. I mean, they, they just um... – the the tiebreaker just comes down to that. Uh, I I, I be, believe me. I have not looked at that closely. I will during the break because I, I just know that what Florida got to see. But uh, 
Florida and Kentucky had the same record is what you're saying? Florida and Kentucky uh, – well, Florida, Kentucky, and LSU all had the same record. Florida so it becomes a three-way – LSU. Yeah, it becomes a three-way tiebreaker then. It's not a it's not so, a two way tiebreaker. It's just it's a three way. Right. So, Florida wins the tiebreaker with LSU because they beat them two out of three games. But Kentucky didn't play Florida in the regular season, and the only teams that Kentucky played that were the same as Florida was Ole Miss, Mississippi State, uh, Alabama, and LSU. So does the tiebreaker come down to the series between Kentucky and LSU and Florida and LSU? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what the tiebreaker is. I mean, I know that it's not like they manipulated it. Um, I'll try to find out more about that because I wasn't even aware that that was a, that was a deal. It, and if, if there's no head-to-head, Craig, I think my understanding of it is it's the better record like in the East, and, and, I, and I don't know if Kentucky had a better record e- against there Eastern is teams. East, there is an East in baseball, but not in softball. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Yeah, they, the only like matches is, like I said, they both played Alabama, which they both lost. They both won one, lost two. Um, they both played Ole Miss and Mississippi State, where Florida swept um, Ole Miss and lost one to Mississippi State. Kentucky lost one to both Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Florida went two and one against LSU. Uh, Kentucky actually swept LSU, so I'm wondering. Well, that's that probably well, it. Yeah, yeah. that was it. That would be the difference right there. Um, well, here, here we go. It's um, so a three-team tie. If three or more teams have different records against each other, they shall be seated in best percentage order. Otherwise, once tie has been reduced to two teams, the two-team tiebreaker procedure shall be utilized, and that is the one-loss record of head-to-head competition between the tied teams. So then that's – even though they didn't play, that's what it would then go to. The one-loss one record of the two teams versus the highest-seeded common opponent. So then that would be LSU. So then that was – that would be why Kentucky would go. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I know they did it right. I mean, they yeah. figured it out. That's so that, I mean, it says it right there. So yeah. that's that's what it came down to was the one loss record of the two teams versus the highest seeded common opponent. Okay, yeah, and again, that's why it was just a curi- more of a curiosity question. I mean, yeah, because Florida, again, the way the weekend went, they could have dropped as far down as a seven or eight seed. Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and the, things wouldn't have played out. So. Well, that's the thing is is I I try not to look at those all those tiebreaker possibilities because you just get confused, you know. And <laughs> and and Seth and I were talking about what could happen, and we finally just went, Nah, forget it. I'm just going to f- wait till the end of it and figure out who when they're going to play and what time they're going to play. So. Uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it Five o'clock game tournament. on Wednesday, so um, yeah, it'll be a fun tournament. Yep, I think it's going to be great. I mean, when's the last time it was here? Like, it was Kathy Johns, right? Was a coach, Karen Johns. Karen Johns. I'm sorry. Um, the last time it was here, right? So it's been not been here for a long time, and I know it was scheduled to be here, but that was when Florida was redoing the stadium, so they couldn't get it here. Kind of like the concert I saw Friday night. I'll talk. About a little bit more about that later. All right, Craig. Thank you, man. Well, we know the fans. We know the fans will be there to support uh, you guys. Have a great day. Always good talking to you. And go Gators. Yeah, you too. Friday night's concert that I went to was postponed two years because of COVID, but it it's was a long wait. It was worth it. Worth the wait. 
Yes. All right. We'll get him to uh, tell us that and many more things. Again, if you want to join us, you can. 392-8255. This is the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hello, I'm Steve Russell. Two baseball teams off to good starts this year. Matchup tonight. The Tampa Bay Rays begin a series at the LA Angels. The Rays are 18 and 11 on the year, while the Angels are 19 and 11. You can hear the game live beginning at 9 o'clock. Braves have the day off. Miami is at Arizona. In the NBA, Game 5 Eastern Conference playoffs, Heat and Sixers. That's tomorrow. Series tied at 2. National Hockey League, Tampa Bay and Toronto. That's tomorrow also. That series tied at 2. Gator Baseball ventures out of conference tomorrow. They'll host Bethune-Cookman for the second time this year. Gators coming off the sweep against Mississippi State. And the Gators softball team's hosting the SEC tournament. That action starts tomorrow. That's the Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Steve Russell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly May is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our old cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Uh, What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, so they didn't play this on Friday night at the High Dive. You ever been to the High Dive for concert? I don't think so. Well, there's a reason why it's called the High Dive, but it's a. I've seen great concerts there. It is so hot, though, and it, this wasn't even a hot night. It's like today. You know, today is beautiful out. Yeah. But it was so hot, and and, my, and Scott Carter, who you know very well, got us tickets and. So we bought his beers all night, although we only had two, so we got off really cheap. <laughs> um, but it was Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs, which uh, Mike Campbell, of course, Tom Petty's lead guitarist. Stan Lynch was there to play drums. So you had 40% of the uh, Heartbreakers, the original Heartbreakers, the founding members. Um, so I, that's why I, we finally went. It was a great concert. It was a rock and roll concert. They closed with Running Down a Dream. Which just, like, literally, I got to the point where they go, okay, we're going to play one more song. I go, oh, you're going to play one more? I'm so tired. I've been standing. Because you got to stand the whole time there, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I've been standing. You know how I am. My, my knees, my feet. And then they went into running down a dream. I go, play another one! <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Good. It was really good. And it was a it was a good weekend. We. So you felt young and hip again? No. Being able to go to I a felt, concert? I felt... I felt the age of the ninety percent of the people that were there, which was my age or older. I mean, this these were Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker fans from the old days, and they all wanted to get, wanted to be there to see it because it had been postponed for two years because of COVID and everything. So, um, so we did that. We went on, we went saw Doctor Strange on Sunday for Mother's Day, the new Doctor Strange movie. I gave it a, about a six. Okay. Uh oh. I like the the one previous the the Spider Man one. Did you ever see that one? No. Do you ever watch any movies? Yeah. Tin Cup, Tin Cup over and over again. Mm-hmm. For love of the game. For love of the game. Fools rush in. <laughs> um, the first, the other one was a lot better. This one, there was just too much for me going on. It was like I was like, well, wait a minute. Why does the guy get? I, I, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, don't give it away. There were great cameos in it, though. They were they were really really good. It, it was good. And then we went to Spurs for dinner and or for lunch, whatever it was, brunch. Really enjoyed that. So it was a good. I hope I hope it was a good Mother's Day for my beautiful wife, Karen. Yes, that's all that matters. And uh, again, since we couldn't say it yesterday, we got to say it on the uh, the air for baseball game. But happy now, belated Mother's Day to every one of you out there because. We wouldn't be doing a little radio show without mom. Be grateful you could call us on your this mom. earth. And yep. you know that was the um, that was what uh, Bear Bryant used to say. He used to say, Did "You call your mom today, just be thankful you can." You know, um, I saw that from Tony Barnhart. I wish I could call my mom. I really do. Yeah. Again, she's been gone now seven years, I think, which seems unbelievable. You know, like you, you can't believe when your daughter. Is about to turn twenty one at the end of this month. You can't believe how time fast the time goes. It go it just goes. Time flies by. Or as as they sang, as the guy sang in uh, Casablanca, as time goes by. 
you must remember this. A kiss is but a kiss. A smile is but a smile. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Well, if you uh, want to call us, you can, just like Byron did. So let's <laughs> chat with him. Byron, what's up? As time, as time goes by. There you go. Why <laughs> did you get me into that stuff, man? I can't sing. Not well, what, like I but, can uh, sing. Come Mother's on. <laughs> happy Mother's Day to your wife, Jeff, and all of you. And all the mother, man, you know what? Since we talking about this, it's nothing about sports. How do those women put up with us? I'm not, I'm not messing with you and Jeff. No, you're absolutely right. And my yeah. wife listening. I don't know how she stayed with me for 40 years or whatever. And, and, and you know, I, well, God is good. Let me keep moving on. But, well, but Jeff God, and I are I brothers from another mother. We just don't. <laughs> we don't have the same mom, but we feel like we're brothers. Uh Patsy going, boy, you and Jeff and, and I and I bring up Steve and Larry Battelle. You guys are like family, but I'm a go. Hey, guys, yesterday, Jeff, I was listening to you. Matter of fact, I love your baseball and all you guys. And and they were getting on a route tail. I think I said that right. Yeah. And he was supposed to be standing back in the box. And, and we were talking. Well, I was talking, and Steve kind of got into it. And, and, and Jeff, I, I think heckling is good. Hey, batter, batter. And, and and I don't know even booing him for that, and I don't. It, it makes me feel good, but but regardless, you know, I think they weren't. You know, they they didn't. Ryanfield hit hit some hits, and they probably was mad more of that. But my question, real quick, guys, would be: We were talking about this. What is the crossing the line? And and they were talking about Chris Paul, mom, own mother's. Yeah, that was bad. Talk, you know, they ejected so, the, that those fans too. Yeah. So, so guys, just real quick, I, I do love chatter, and I'm not talking about saying nothing. It's good chatter and bad chatter, but in sports, what should you not do? And I guess last but not least, guys, uh, the NBA Finals, if you guys are in, into that there, man, I, I think the center of the, of the decade, uh, do, you, do, you, do you guys think the center is coming back? And what is the center anymore, and do they shoot threes and I don't know, guys. Thank you. Go Gators. All right, Byron. Good stuff. Let me start with, I thought Ryapel went a little over the line Saturday night. Saturday night. I do. That's that. He's shouting. He walks, and he's just shouting at their dugout, shouting yeah, at the But pitcher. you don't know what they said to him. I don't care. Yes. You No, wait. You are the one who's always saying how Sully runs a um, classy program, and I thought he went over the line there. That's what I thought. Okay. I don't agree. Okay. That's I don't fine. know what he was saying. I don't know what he was saying, but it seemed a little excessive. It seemed like a little bit much. All right. So all that happened was, I mean, it made it look. What had happened was. Made it look like it was worse. So. I his, can only go by what I see. His on TV. back foot was on the very back of the batter's box. Okay. So like right on the white line. Yeah. And it's a turf batter's box. So the white line doesn't go away. You know, normally. Right. If it's dirt, it's gone by the second inning, and you can sneak back further and further. So his foot was stretching the limit. It was on the very back end of the back line of the back half of the right. back inch. And somebody from their dugout kept yelling, get in the box. And he fouled off a couple of pitches, finally walks. And then he goes, I am in the box, and now I'm walking. And... So now he walks down to first now, base. Now, see, now I feel so better. It was nothing bad. But then he yelled the pitcher. Yeah, because then the pitcher said something to him. So then Ryapel tells the pitcher, why don't you get your ass back on the mound? 
So that's all it was. So that's why there was no warning. The, obviously, the home plate umpire was there. But they came running he out. He heard the exchange. Yeah, they came running out. Who? The umpires all, well, yeah, all beca- congregated because, in Riopelle. Because none of those guys could hear it, and he just thought there was smack talking going on. But then the home plate umpire actually explained, like, no, everything's good. It was the other dugout chirping. He just said something back with no foul language or there any of that There was a lot kind of, of chirping stuff. going on, though, right? Mm. So, Saturday night and then Sunday a little bit, but not, not too much. I don't know. You're right. You're right. Okay. So it wasn't anything so you, bad. So you explained it to me, and now I, I feel better about yeah. it. I and was that's why the umpires didn't warn anybody, because there was nothing bad to it. I but then the fans thought it was something different. So, yeah. you know, they're booing all day Sunday every time Rob Pope. And that's oh, where the class. They booed all night Saturday night. Classlessness comes in, if that's a word. Class. Classlessness. Classlessness, yes. You should know what He that got means. hit on a bunt attempt. I, I remember that. And yeah. they're all, like, cheering. So I crushed him on the air. <laughs> like, this, this is idiotic. Like, I, I guess the thing that I don't like is just don't be an idiot. Yeah. Like, you can get through life and do what you want to do, but just don't be an idiot. Like, there's there's things you should do the right way, and and if you don't, then you're an idiot. You are. And, yeah, so that's a good explanation. I feel better about it because I was worried about are they, no, they kind of sinking in the, into the abyss that no, not at all. Tennessee's in. Yeah, not even close. Who lost two games this weekend? Yeah, Kentucky, and that was big for Mississippi State because if you would assume that Kentucky was going to get swept by Tennessee, then Mississippi State losing all three wouldn't have been as big of a deal. But now Mississippi State's in jeopardy of being the team that doesn't make Hoover right now because they play. They're the second to the bottom. Yeah, but then they still play Tennessee and A and M. Ooh. Two of the top three teams in the league right now. That's not good for them. So that's not good. They probably I, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't make and and look after watching them play, they're not that good. Now Florida uh, did play at a high level with those young guys who, I mean that freshman class just it's crazy what what they've been able to do now all of a sudden. But um, it'll be interesting to see down the straight. Although I did point this out in the back nine column, which you can read at wruf.com. There's still a long way to go. Don't forget, they've got six games against SEC teams. They got three of them on the road. They got to play FSU still. Then they go to Hoover. I mean, there are ways you can even still play yourself out of getting into a regional. Mm-hmm. But you've still got to keep you got to keep this going. What you're doing right now, it's not about hey, we won five, six out of seven. We we're in. You got to keep going. You got to keep it. Keep it uh, going positive. It yeah. starts tomorrow night. Sure. No, and that's the goal. And that's exactly what Sully said after the game on Sunday. You just you can't all of a sudden feel good about yourselves because you won three games. Right. You go poop to bed next week against a Missouri team that's the worst in the league. Then you're right back where you were again, and you're and you're in trouble. So, but I mean, Missouri has won SEC games. Yeah. It's not like they and they're at home, so it's not like it's an automatic win. You've got to go out there and play the baseball that you played in Starkville. You know, you got to play the same kind of level. I mean, they've, they've, I know they've done a lot with the lineup and changed things around and trying to get bats in there. Um, as it you, as it you, was just good to see that middle part of the game on Sunday where there was some big opportunities for Mississippi State to score. First and second, nobody out. Right. First and second, nobody out. And guys came in and did their jobs. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, they 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 now have a, a a set rotation kind of, I guess. Pogue being the third guy, right? Yeah, he'll start Sunday next week. And I think you know Sprout and Neely continue to 
be really good. Again, they're playing against a team that's not doing good, not not having a great season. But still, you got to win those. Kind of, these are the kind of games that they were losing earlier. That's exactly right. Let's get uh, Porter to join us. Porter, what's up? Uh, hey, Jeff. I, I was just curious after that. Uh, you know, uh, the, the chatter and so forth back and forth with Ryan Pell on Saturday uh, after the ninth inning on Sunday, and then Logan Tanner hits a solo home run when he crossed home plate. Did uh, did um, Ryan Pell give him some kind of a uh, hey, congratulations, something like that? I mean, uh, I was just kind of curious with the you know, being catchers and after that weekend. Any feedback on that? Or I, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm sure he... I'm sure he didn't. I mean, that's not something that they're going to they're gonna do. I mean, those guys, even... Like, you know, when, when Ryapel got hit there, it's not like Tanner went to him and said, hey, you okay, buddy? No. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> that's just not something that, that and happens. And also, don't forget, this, these are two frust- that teams that have been very frustrated this year. Uh, yeah, when yeah. you win the national title and then you all of a sudden may not make the SEC tournament, your fans and your players are going to be a little bit on edge, and certainly Florida's on edge going into that series. So I, I'm I not, think, yeah. uh, you know, that that's to be expected. Some of some chatter. I would just say that it'd be awfully tempting, to, uh, you know, if I were in that situation, you're 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 cutting your chickens before they hatch. You know, you're presuming, but with a solo home run. I think I think Ryapel's too smart to realize the game's not over, you know. And right, again, exactly. when Kobe Halter threw that ball away, I was like, "Oh crap! Here we go! Here comes all of a sudden there's a walk, and then there's a bloop, and then there's a you know." But he, they they got out of it. And again, another this this story of I don't know what's a better story. What happened? What's happening with Jameson? What's happening with? Um, you know, Evans, what's happening with, I'm going to say, Caglione. Caglione. I can't, can't say that name right. What What is a better story among these freshmen? I mean, there they're great stories. What's happening exactly. with, well, Neely's a. He's a freshman. Is he a true freshman? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's pretty amazing. Absolutely. Um, well, wish, Bar- wish Barco the best, obviously. Certainly wish we had him out there, but uh, the younger guys are stepping up. And last comment, I'll take it up the air. Um, what about, I still think having Gassetti in there one game of the weekend and, and Ryapel, uh, you know, DHing would, would, would work out in the long run. But uh, I'm just, it's a, it's a grind back there. And you start playing, especially in May and June, it's, it's really hot. If you be back there the whole time, I think it would help to uh, keep Ryapel a little bit fresher. And your comments on that, I'll take it up here. Go Gators. All right, Porter, thank you. I, I would put Ryapel at first one game because not like Cowden, I was tearing take, it you up. You don't want to take his bat out of the lineup. That's the Ryapel? Right, pal. Yeah. And, and you you're put him at first. You're in a situation where you are trying to play every game at your maximum potential right. because of where you put yourself. But I'd still rather have Gassetti hitting than Cali Lau, who was one for his last thirty before yeah. that double down the right field and then line he got on benched. Saturday. <laughs> yeah, because I mean they should they were supposed to give Armstrong a chance all weekend, and I mean Armstrong hasn't lived up to anything this year either. That's been a position where Florida's really gotten hurt. I mean you. You had a guy in Armstrong that was the, I mean, probably one of the top ten players in the Cape Cod League last summer, 
I mean, he was an all-star and all these and things. And you love and him in batting practice. Hey, you can't hit a curveball. <laughs> so, got to do that. Well, that, and that's the Even, problem. We'll talk about it more because we got to get to break. But we'll talk about the curveball a little bit more because I can't. You're the smartest baseball guy I know. Maybe you can explain it to me. All right. We'll do it when we come back here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. The springtime is packed with Gator sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. The first caller now to 382-8255. That's 382-8255. A copy of MLB The Show 22 is yours. I'm going to the show. Create your dream team in Diamond Dynasty. Play with all your favorite legends, flashbacks, and current day players all on your team. MLB The Show 22. Get it now for PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo consoles at theshow.com. 
Rated E for everyone. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Mostly clear skies are expected through the evening hours. Temperatures, especially after sunset, will fall and fall quickly into the middle 50s and upper 50s across our area. High tomorrow will climb into the lower 80s. Plenty of sunshine sticks around. We'll continue the breezy theme, though, with gusty times approaching 20 miles per hour. Dry conditions remain in place through your Wednesday and most of Thursday. Rain chances do build by Friday. From the UF Weather Central Meteorologist, Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. People always ask questions about individuals you work with. I'm like, nah, Max ain't really like that. What was the question now? Now I need, now I need to know well, the question that was asked. Max got some swag to him. So yeah. it's like, is he trying to be? Oh. And I have to tell him, say, nah, he ain't. He been around us enough where it just rubs off on him. Key, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Our Gator coverage is so strong, we make National Geographic look like a petting zoo. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. We only have a few minutes on this segment because we are one break behind, right? Or as they say, one step beyond. You ever hear that song? One step beyond. One step beyond. That's all they. That was the only words in the song. One step beyond. It was actually a popular song. Well, you know what is uh, really popular is the uh, the Nickelback program from Radiant Credit Union. And yesterday, they paid out sixteen thousand eight hundred and eighty-five nickels. Wow. So total nickels paid so far on this program. Forty six million one hundred ninety nine thousand two hundred and forty two nickels. So that continues to uh, go up each and uh, every time. So make sure you get to uh, Radiant Credit Union and make yourselves a uh, a member. And gosh, you get rewarded every single time you you make a transaction. So it is the uh, the good way to go about things. All right, a nickel at a time. Nickel at a time. Three nine two eight two five five. If you want to uh, call us up. To, uh, to talk about uh, baseball and softball, some of the stuff that happened over the weekend. I guess uh, the Gators got a few commits over the weekend. They One of two. them, uh, yeah. the local boy. Really good to see uh, Creed Whittemore following the puts, footsteps of his uh, older brother, Trent. Yeah, you know, um, I, I when I saw he was going to come in on Saturday, I was thinking, well, I mean, I'm sur- sure it'll be Florida, but I go, you know, some guys just want to carve their own path and, and get away from it, but it's great that, and I'm guarantee you. It, I mean, a lot of people will look at it and go, "Oh, Billy Napier, all he had to do was say, we're offering you, and you're going to come." Um, I'm sure he had to recruit him just like he does everybody else but sure. to, to get him to come. And I look, I know the family as you do as well. Um, I, I I'm not surprised that um, his brother has been as good as he has been. If he hadn't had as many injuries, he he'd be a guy on the radar for the Bolitnikov. I I believe. Um, or if he had better quarterback play last year, but um, I, I have I, I would have given Creed Whittemore uh, without seeing him play, I would have given him a scholarship offer because yeah, and, I know and, the family. And both of those guys were high school quarterbacks, just yep. great athletes. And you know, Creed will 
be that way again and, and anxious to see him be able to, to run around even some more this year and, and then play get, some wide receiver. Getting a guy from IMG mm-hmm. who um, – That's two now. Two. That the Napier's gotten, which the they number never was gotten any. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, before. Um, and, you know, somebody – I there was a little Twitter war between Florida and Georgia fans because the Georgia fans were going, oh, well, Kirby's had nine of those guys. He goes, yeah, he's had six years to do it. He's got nine and six years. This guy's got two in six months. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, and from what I – the word is, they're, it's not like the end. They're going to get more. Um, he knows what he's doing. And I think a lot of Gator fans were getting like, hey, you're spending all this money on everything, and where are the results? We don't see the players coming in. I think the two this weekend kind of helped that calm, calm that Gator base down a little bit. They get, you know, those are two four-star guys and – or you know, I think I think they were they were. It doesn't. It's not even about like the getting the guy from IMG. Can I think it's Najee, right? Is that the way you pronounce his first name, Najee? Um, it's not even if he turns out to be a great player here. It's that you got a guy from IMG and you start the pipeline, so you yeah, could. Be, it was always such a you could be part of thing. the pipeline, yeah. And. You, you basically got blackballed for going into that program. So guys didn't even try, Mullen didn't even try. And that's, I think, the difference in the staff that what you're seeing. You put forth any kind of effort, and you can easily change the narrative on so many different things. But you have to put that effort in. And right. you, you have now a whole bunch of people that are doing their job, and their job is to go and find kids, attract kids, and say the right things to kids, and, and they're doing it all the right way. Absolutely. And, I, I mean, we, you and I both have gotten some inside look at what is going on and how they're doing it and all the things they're doing, the attention to detail, which is amazing. When The more I hear about it, the more I get impressed by it, the more I, you know, um, the, the more I hear what Napier is saying to, to the uh, Gator Clubs around the country, around the SEC, well, around Florida, but he's also speaking at the Atlanta one, so I can't just say just Florida. Um, I mean, he's he's got he's selling a, a a product that I think a lot of coaches felt was it was a sale only because it was Florida. He's selling it; it's Florida, and we want to do this, and we want to do this, and we want to do this. Here's our plan. Here's our thing. Here's what we're going to do for you. Here's what, how I'm going to take care of you. You know, versus. Hey, it's Florida. You ought to want to come here. That, and, and I think that was really the last two coaches, especially. Will Muschamp was not a bad recruiter. Everybody wants to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, how Florida hadn't had a, a good rec- recruiting coach in the last 10 years. Will Muschamp was good at it. The trouble was he couldn't identify offensive talent. Yeah, it was defensive players yeah. that were really good. And they were great. Yeah, The guys he brought in were great. Certainly were. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back, wrap up the first hour, but we're here all the way until 6. It's a Sonic Sound Off Monday here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Sophie Goodwin. Today in Major League Baseball, the Rays travel to take on the L.A. Angels. The Rays starting pitcher for tonight is Jeffrey Springs, and on the mound for the Angels is Noah Syndergaard. Coverage for the game begins tonight at 9. Switching over to college baseball, the Gators host Bethune-Cookman tomorrow evening. Florida looks to continue their winning streak after sweeping Mississippi State over the weekend. 
Coverage of that game will be available tomorrow evening starting at 625. And today in women's golf, Florida competes in the NCAA Regional Championship in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The team is currently number 11 in the nation. The Gator men's golf team will participate in their NCAA Regional Championship next week. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sophie Goodwin. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadwareDesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. RadwareDesigns.com. One thing people really love about International Diamond Center, their diamond experts are not paid on commission. No commission structure means no pressure, brutal honesty, no fluff. That's IDC veteran diamond expert Robbie Blue, who says this approach removes the stress and puts you in control. If I've got three items here and it doesn't benefit me to sell you any one of those, I want you to pick what you like. There's zero incentive to upsell you or steer you in a more expensive direction. If I show you three diamonds that are the shape that you're after and the size. And if one is 11,000, one is 8,000, and one is 6,000, do you see a difference? No commission means I can tell you that take that 2,000 or 3,000 and put it somewhere in your life that will make a difference. If you can't tell the differences, then don't spend it. No commission sales means more honesty, more transparency, and overall just a more pleasant experience. It makes it more fun. It makes it more enjoyable, I think, for me and very much believe for the client. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Your lawn isn't just a weekend chore. It's where you raise your kids. Enjoy barbecues with friends and family. It's your oasis. So come stop by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Whether you need a Kubota zero-turn mower or Kubota tractor, we've got you covered. Our hardworking team at Florida Coast are people you can trust, providing the Kubota equipment you can depend on. Visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at floridacoasteq.com. Now that my Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi reaches all over my home, I can finally stream my history shows in my room and play my games in the den. And of course, blast my jams all over. Mom! Sorry! Those flutists can get pretty rowdy. Stream throughout your home with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. In certain cases, panoramic Wi-Fi pods sold separately may be required for extended coverage. Restrictions apply. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, 
and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we welcome you back. Dolz and Dozo here finishing up the first hour. It is a Monday edition of the tailgate. Jump so right back to the phone. This is phones. your penultimate hour of the show this week. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. But yeah. eventually, you'll be back. Yeah. Next week, you'll be here all week, right? All week. Oh, you, oh, you probably have something going on, though. No, it's home, home baseball. So okay. I'm around. I've, I've, I'm not going to be around, though. Did you get my list? Yeah, we'll figure okay. it out. <laughs> Make it work. Ryan, what's up? Hey, man. Happy what's Sunday. up? Now, you had a, a good Sunday with a just over two-hour ball game and that quick flight home. That, that's a nice way to end your Sunday weekend. Yeah, very much so. I couldn't believe when I got in the car because we, uh, we were at dinner or brunch after the movie, and I got in the car and I go, oh, the baseball games. Let's turn on here. hear what Jeff's saying. And I turn on. You were in the eighth inning already. I'm like, this game just started. Yeah, if they don't put up the four spot in the top of the ninth, that might have been a sub two hour. That was a Greg Maddox style. Game. I, which I yeah, which you never see on a Sunday of an SEC weekend. Which, which so. I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. all four of those runs. I can tell you that. Absolutely, and yeah, it was. Um, you know, if we talked about it, you know, last weekend that we they've gotten themselves in a position to they almost had to be perfect. Uh, you know, down the stretch here, and um, and you couldn't have started a better way. And uh, and like I said, we know Mississippi State ain't, ain't the team it was last year, but still going on the road, and we ain't been great either, you know. And you go on the road and you sweep like that, and you get some like, like you talked about some of the clutch hits. I mean, Callen Allen got a hit in 28 at bats, and he comes up there with bases loaded, two outs in the ninth, you know, and gets him a double, and uh, some of the homers from the freshmen, turning Thompson. But again, a lot of it came down to that Mississippi State doesn't pitch well. I mean, a lot of those balls were left up. You know, Callie Lyle's been struggling. And I, I was going to mention to you, Jeff, the curveball. It feels like Florida can, can't hit good curveballs at all. I mean, they don't, they don't even take them. Uh, they, just, they just swing and miss. It, the swing and miss ratio has got to be ridiculous. But if you hang one, it's going a long way. And we saw that with, uh, with Sterling Thompson's homer that was the – Game winning. Well, I've, is it still the game winning hit when it gives you the lead? You end up scoring. No, because then they scored two, the, the second run. So it wouldn't have given them the win. But it was the game winning hit because that hit was the hit that got them the lead that they never gave away. Yeah, but then Mississippi State scored one. But they were up six to one. By I know, but it would have been call two it to two. Game winning home run by Sterling Thompson. But I mean that ball was a terrible pitch. Yeah. And guy, these guys are good at hitting bad pitching. They're they're not great at hitting great pitching, and which is what they faced obviously that weekend uh, against Tennessee. But the good thing is, Jeff said during broadcast, it looked like he came out. I mean, they walked him all day on weekend, but he came out there looking. He was sitting on that, and he took advantage of it. You yep. know, so that's what you're, that's what you're supposed to do. That's exactly. what's right. Yep. And Jeff, I was wondering how just how close y'all are. To the fans, or either there's some, y'all just got some, there's some great audio there. Cause uh, when Rob Hill hit that ball, the foul one, and I think like Eric said it went out of the stadium or something like that, but you could hear some of the fans said, Oh my God. Like, I mean, it was just plain as day. I'm like, man, he, I was listening. I wasn't watching, but it sounded like he crushed that thing. Yeah, he hit one and Caglione hit one. Um, gosh, the one that Caglione hit might have been even further. 
just annihilated a couple of balls. It's it's well, a, the one that Evans hit was ridiculous. But no, we're talking about foul balls that that well, were. I'm going talking runs. about a, I'm talking about a home run. A yeah, ball. it was just an opposite field. No, barely it, got but over it got, the wall. No, it didn't. It got over the everything. It got yeah, over. It's only three fifteen down the line. I thought he hit it really hard. No. I, I watched the game. What are you saying? I, I don't know what I'm talking about. He didn't hit it that hard. He just got up in the air. I well, was watching to that point. He I've seen a lot of balls get up in the air that were caught in, in short center field, okay? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he gave, that was a nice little bat flip he gave. Was like, he, he, looked like he was full himself on that one, feeling it. Well, the good thing is he threw it towards a Florida bench, so nobody <laughs> was going to throw it back at him. This is true. This is true. And then, um, oh, she got me off track when I was going to – the last thing coming I was going to make um, – I don't even remember now. And, okay. Uh, well. <laughs> hey, by the way, Ryan, you you qualified twice already for the uh, Leonardo's at Millhopper Quick Picks, just so you know. Yeah, I was uh, uh, quite the soothsayer there with the 76ers and the Lightning. But yeah. I qualify a lot, but you never, Robbie never calls my number, so we got to work on that. Well, if you can bribe him, it, it could happen. Yeah, hey, uh, if he likes Chick-fil-A, I got plenty of that of it. <laughs> there you go. I think he does, oh, yeah. Awesome. All right, Ryan. We got to hit the right, top man. of the hour. Thank yeah. you. Right, Good hearing your voice. Yeah, you haven't heard a lot of these guys. You haven't heard the Cattlemen in so long. You haven't heard a lot of these guys in a long time. It's amazing that I even remember how to push a button and make it talk. It is amazing. I will say that. It is amazing that you found your way into the building today. We're going to have an amazing second hour, so if you want to be a part of it, you can. 392-8255. You're listening to The Tailgate. It's a promise to be by your side and in your corner. It's a commitment to helping you build the future of your dreams. And it's a shared vision of what could be with big barn doors and shiplap. So much shiplap. Radiant Credit Union is here for you today, here for you tomorrow, and here for your next 30 years and beyond. Get started today at radiantcu.org slash mortgage. Equal housing lender, federally insured by NC. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five 
five-star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first, and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF. And at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, happy Monday, everybody. If you uh, you just clocked out at 5 o'clock, congratulations. You're uh, one day closer to the weekend. But hope everybody had a wonderful that weekend. Doesn't, it doesn't feel any closer. No, of course not. But it it is was, a, it's, it's a big weekend around here, though. I mean, not only do you have the SEC softball tournament here, which is really cool. And, and I'm, I may be in the minority on that, but I think it's cool to have tournaments here. So how many tournaments do you get here in – SEC, you, know, you can't play basketball here. You can't play baseball here. No. You can't play well, – there's no football tournament. I mean, I guess lacrosse. I don't think they've ever had it here, though, have they? Well, Maybe it's they not have. the SEC anyway. Yeah. To have an SEC tournament here is a cool thing. So you got that going on. you got lacrosse. Saturday starts as a seven seed in the um, NCAA tournament. Um Big baseball series is going to be on the road, but we'll all be, all be paying attention to it. So it's a cool time. That it is. And if you want to be cool and call us, you can. 392-8255. Again, hope everybody had a, a really nice Mother's Day yesterday. And uh, you took care of uh, mom, grandma, wife, whatever it is that uh, you have. And make sure I took care she's of my special. Wife. I took care of my wife to the best of my ability. But I, I was told yesterday that Mother's Day is the most important day. And those not her birthday. Four seconds. Not Christmas. Not, not her. Not anything else. The Mother's Day. I need to up my game. Okay. And I will. I promise you. There you go. Now you know. All right. Let's get ATX Gator to kick off the second hour. What's up, dude? Hey, gentlemen. Jeff. Good to hear you again. Um, I uh, I tuned in last week for the AARP crew. It was good. <laughs> you, and Rob, you, you, you and Robbie did a great job. So. Um, but we'll be back again hey. tomorrow. So, oh, there you go. See, it's short lived. Hey, Jeff. Actually, quick. While I'm thinking of it, uh, some someone had called in last week and said, "I think your son's team was playing in was it the district championship last weekend or this weekend?" Uh, yeah, it was last. It was last weekend. They uh, my my son pitched in the semifinals. They won, and then uh, they got to the district final and ended up losing. So, uh, oh, so yeah. So se- was that against, season's uh, over. Out in Tallahassee. Yeah, Tallahassee. Dang it. Oh. 
Yeah, bummer. All right. Because well. PG called in. That's who he's talking about. We, yeah. He talked about it, and we were, like, all fired up, and I forgot to check on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hey, I thought a uh, great, great weekend for, for the baseball team. I think the biggest thing was they found a way to get all three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unlike, you know, last weekend with Kentucky where they gave the third one away. I thought that was big. I, and, and I love, too, Jeff, that, that you kind of stood up there for, for uh, Riot Pub. I thought that was great. Finally seeing some energy from these guys, um, you know, kind of in what was, I felt, like a big spot for them. Um, was was good. It's a change, you know what I mean. And I thought too, Sully kind of changing up the lineup, and then those changes working out um, was also pretty pretty cool to see. Um, yeah, and, I, and I don't mind was, that at all. I don't mind the, the the smack talking a little bit, but again, it was it was pretty harmless. And, and I knew BT's not that type of person. I mean, he's fiery. He's he, he's into it, but you know, he's not the kind of guy that's going to instigate something. So. I mean, it was them that instigated to him. He never cursed or anything back, and that's why the home plate umpire inevitably said, hey, like, there's nothing going on here. All the rest of the umpires freaked out because they just heard guys jawing at each other. But it, it wasn't a, a real big deal, but it does. I think it, it gets your bench fired up a little bit. It gets those guys into it, and, and they all played really well. And they, it just, they made big pitches finally, too, when they had to. In, in that Saturday game, it was first and second. It's nobody out. Um, you know, Neely has to come out of the game and then Abner comes in, gets a big double play. And then Jamison, the, the next inning gets another big double play. So they, they just, they made pitches when they needed to, but then on the other side, Mississippi state had plenty of opportunities that they, they didn't did. come through. Yep. So, I mean, that's where you got to look at it and say, you know, that, that was Florida two, three, four, five weeks ago, not capitalizing. And uh, it was good to see somebody else not be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, uh, I thought Abner's inning, uh, when he came in, I mean that that looked like the best he had pitched maybe in yep. the whole year. Um, unfortunately, he couldn't carry it into a second inning, but uh, so be it. And then uh, what Sunday? I, my dumbass, I looked at ESPNU and it said the game was going to air at five, and so I just assumed it was another night game. And then by the time I looked on the app, I was like, oh, the game's over. Um, Slater didn't pitch at all Sunday. Was that just because, or was that because Jameson was? Uh, yeah, Slater yeah. Slater was warming up, and if it would have been a two-one game, I think you would have seen Slater for the ninth. But then the Gators put up four on the top of the inning, so then there's no reason to run Slater out there for a third straight day. Let me ask you about okay. Jamison, though. What? What? I mean, obviously he wasn't a factor for the first half. Yeah, he was of the hurt season. too, so he was coming back from. A, but I mean, did you? Did anybody see this coming? Where he would be? All yeah, he just—he's a different look. He's and like now a, Purnell's can't get on the field. Yeah, he can't get anybody out. Yeah, um, he's just a different look. He he starts his breaking ball up high, and because of where his arm action is, so it actually dips it's below. A 12, so six, yeah, people saying. give up on it. Nobody's nobody's going to call it a slider. No, they shouldn't. If they know somebody what will, about. you know that. Yeah, if they know what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, good. Well, hey, and then uh, just changing gears quick. I know. Um, you know, Whitmore's brother just just committed, and uh, Pat, I think you touched on this quickly, but from everything I've heard, Trent unfortunately has just been hurt. But if he wasn't, his athleticism is off the charts, and he could have been a hell of a wide receiver for us. Um, still can be, yeah. Of his little brother still can be. I think both those guys are going to end up being big factors in in the rebuilding process that that Billy Napier is going to take place because I'm a big, first of all, Jeff, and you know this, I'm a big believer in coaches, kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. First of all, and it's a very athletic family. As you know, uh, Missy was a great volleyball player at Florida. And, um, 
and I, I, I everything I ever saw about um, Whittemore last year was good. It was never like he didn't run a good route. He didn't do. It was always good. I, I think they're going to be. I think it's going to be a big factor. I think Creed coming here is just one more uh, step in the right direction. Yeah, and remember they used Trent a lot with throwing the ball too because yeah. he was a high or a high school quarterback just like Creed is, and you know, they're they're going to try to actually move Creed around a little bit more this year. Um, you know, it's I mean it's interesting. I mean it's going to be my son that's going to be now throwing to him. So now that that Austin's over there at Buholtz, he's got a chance to. You know, maybe sling it around a little bit and have. So Creed, you're saying if he Creed has a bad year, balls. it's Austin's fault. Right? No, then if, <laughs> if Austin sucks, then Creed will just go back and play quarterback, <laughs> and and be really good. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Creed took him to the state championship last year. Yeah. I mean, that's how good of an athlete he is, and he's not even really a quarterback. But you get him around there, running around and using his athleticism, then I mean, he's he's special, just like Trent is, and. Um, Trent's going to actually intern at the golf course this is summer. He, well, so you, you know, excited it's fun, about that. It make it kind of reminds me, uh, and this was a great story I saw on the Athletic. They were talking about Kyrie Elam. They go, if you look at his stats, you don't think he's anything special. But they talked to Torian Gray and some other people that coached him, and they go, this guy's a first round draft pick. Sure. He's that good. It's just nobody would throw his way. And I think in the case of some of these guys, you, they may not be five stars, but they may be had the potential to play like five stars. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask too. So like being a local kid, he's maybe a little more athletic than the three-star kind of rating alludes to. Oh yeah. No question. When you you see, we, I, I did television wise, did like four of their games last year. And I mean, it just looked different. Buholtz had a receiver as well that that's going to go to UCF. It was a really good player. So those two together, uh, did some pretty special things, but yeah, when when he wasn't throwing the ball, he was using his feet and moving around, doing a lot of really good things. And again, this is a young kid; he's not even his senior year, right? So correct. Yeah, it's hey, listen, I, I thought it was a good weekend all around for for Florida athletics. So, all right, gentlemen, listen, have a good week ahead, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, appreciate you. Stick with uh, the phones and get. Oh, nope. <laughs> that one. We get dial tone. Dial tone has been great all, all year. About uh, did you forget how to Gator Pete? No, I think I think Pete screwed up, didn't you, Pete? No, not me, man. I'm just <laughs> up in Tennessee, and it's just all orange up there. That's right. Yeah. So, um, a few quick questions. I haven't called in a while, and really enjoyed the show. Um, but I was wondering what your take was. You know, obviously Tennessee people are really excited about themselves because they won a few games, like they did in basketball, but. Um, with your take on Kentucky, like they came in last week and we beat two out of three, and then they go up to Kentucky, Tennessee does this past weekend and lose two out of three, which I think that was their first series loss of the season. Correct. Um, do you obviously there's a lot of takeaways from that, but do you see and Auburn got one off them last week? Do you see that they may have peaked kind of mid-season and um, there'll be teams now like um, you know? coaches around the league um be able to see ways that they can beat them yeah i mean honestly if you look at it pete when when they came down here even though they swept us we we blew a, a three-run lead in the in the ninth inning of one yeah. game yeah. and then other than in in the first two games they had one inning where they scored seven runs other than that right. they didn't score anything so the gators yeah, were really able to pitch to them pretty well against some guys that haven't been throwing too good and I think you saw that with Kentucky. And what you're saying about Tennessee, like 
I, I think there's some holes in their lineup. They've got some pop, but, I mean, there's a lot of outs in that lineup, too, if you pitch them the right way. But their, their rotation, they've got two young guys in there. And we're talking about, you know, the Gator third baseman, Derek Fabian hitting the wall because he's a freshman. I mean, all of a sudden, you got a freshman that's throwing six, seven innings week in and week out in the SEC. He's going to be tired by the SEC Metal. tournament and regional and all that stuff. So, and, yeah. and people have tape on him now. They're understanding what he's trying right. to do for, for the first yeah. time. So, yeah, earlier on, that wasn't the case. So, yeah, I, I, you know, it's when you look at their record and you look at everything they've done, you're thinking, all right, that's the lock to win the national title. But the best team rarely wins going to Omaha. The one seed hardly ever wins. And I think it's only happened one time, to be honest with right. you. And that was Miami when it first got there. So you can't pencil them in by any means to, to win it all. Well, I do think Why this, not? too, it is a long season. Baseball season feels like the longest season in, in college sports. Right. Um, and didn't Arkansas, like, Arkansas came out as a favorite last year and they didn't even get out of the Super Regionals. Correct. They? NC they State beat them. Home. Yep. Lost yeah. at home. Yeah. So and but did Arkansas win the SEC uh, tournament? I think they did, didn't they? they Last did. year, yes. Yeah. So I mean, that's really where you find. You know out. what Mississippi State did? Two and barbecue, and they Gator, won the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Gators beat them seventeen to three yeah. in the SEC <laughs> and tournament. They won the whole year. thing. So, and that, they lost to Tennessee was their next loss. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was crazy. And then yeah, see Tennessee went. I remember you guys were talking about when Tennessee had last gone to the um, to Omaha, and they went last year and went zero and two. Yep. So, um, so another real quick question: You guys obviously been covering the Gators for ever, and you know you are a Gator, um, Jeff. How do you feel like? And it's easy for us fans, you know, we get caught up in the hype, and you know, it's like, oh yeah, Mullen was was the guy, and you know. Um, you know, emotionally, do you find it hard plugging into new coaches when they come along? Like, obviously, Billy Napier, he seems like a great guy, um, you know, and Cattleman was saying that, that that's a guy that Alabama fans are concerned about. But do you guys find it hard emotionally buying into new coaches, like with the new basketball coach? And, you know, obviously, you get can get burned out, you know, buying into, like, three years of Mullen, and, um, which were great years, and then year four wasn't so great. And then you know, obviously with the basketball coach, um, the same thing. How do you guys do it? <laughs> I think it's easier for Jeff because Jeff gets to interview a lot of these guys and spend a lot of time with them. You know, me being semi-retired, I'm not right. – I, I, I still have I've, – I've met Todd Golden once, and it was for 10 minutes after yeah. with, a, with a group of people. So I don't really know the guy – uh, Billy Napier, I introduced him at the quarterback club, and that was that was literally the extent of our conversation. Here's here's Billy Napier. Um, so I think Jeff gets to know these guys a little better, but I know it's hard for him. You didn't like it when Jim McElwain left. No, yeah, I think, Pete, that's, that's the hard part is because of the time that I get to spend with them behind the scenes and maybe at their houses or with their families. Yeah, um, yeah. All these have assi- like an emotional connection. Yeah, like, and, you know, especially, I mean, and, and just to hear some of the people, like, I, I honestly, I'll, and I'll, I won't lie about it, I, I cried in Muschamp's office. When the last time I had to interview him was right before the I, Florida State game, I could see that happening because I I love that guy. I, of all the coaches that have, that have been here since Steve, Will Muschamp was the one that I, I and still to this day have a great relationship with. Yeah, 
But, but great the, guy, greatest guy in the world. And but the fascinating part about that, when I'm tearing up, he looks at me and is like, "Jeff, knock it off. Like yeah. I'll be fine." <laughs> yeah. Like so, so he understood the business. But yeah, you you do. Like I mean, Greg Knox. A lot of people cr- criticized him, but I was really close to him and helped coach you know his kids in baseball and do all these things. Right. And Al Pinkins, you know, on the basketball side, I coached sure. Patton, his his kid. I, I coached Will's kid. So you, you get to know all these families really, really well. And, you know, as much as people want to criticize the, the head coaches, like there, there's a lot of families and things that get yeah. split up and have to leave and, you know, kids are going elsewhere and all that other stuff. So it, it is hard, I, I think, sometimes. And that's one reason I yeah. think I have been sometimes reluctant to call for a coach's firing, even though the fan fans are getting chirpy, because I know how many people are affected by you firing Will Muschamp, by you firing Jim McElwain, by you firing Dan Mullen, it's not just Dan Mullen that's getting fired. There's a lot yeah. of people getting sure. fired, and it and it does, yeah. it it makes me a little bit uh, sensitive to that. So are you seeing you don't cover them as much now, Pat? Do you are you a little more reluctant, like buying into, say, Billy Napier's, um, you know, ideas of and coaching, or is it just, is it just kind of part of the package? Well, you know, this is what we do. Haven't seen him coach yet. So, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, yeah. I, I've watched the, his, him coach on television. I've watched the spring game. But, look, the bottom line is still going to be how 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 much you, how many games you win. How do you, do you yeah. win enough? And I would hope in this case, uh, I, I know it's not going to be true, but I would hope that the loudest Gator fans that, are, that tend to be very loud, and they're the reason – we have a successful radio show in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I would hope they would give him some time because it's not going to yeah. happen overnight. I mean, there's a reason why Florida cannot sustain greatness because they can't sustain having great players in their program, and they have not been able to do that over the last 10 years. They they have spurts, and then it falls back down because they have not been able to sustain it. And I think this guy will get it to a point where it is sustainable but it ain't gonna be. T- it ain't gonna be this year. I mean, they they yeah. might they. I would say if they go eight and four, I would say that's a successful year. Now I'm sure so you, Billy Napier doesn't feel that way, but I would say it yeah. is. Yeah. Do you, do you see possibly an eight and four kind of season? I, I I look at their schedule and I I it's hard for me to find more than eight wins, but it doesn't yeah. mean it can't happen. I mean. Yeah. You know, but is I that, I, I do that, believe um, that I believe. Because, I, I, you know, just the little bit of time I've listened to him talk, whether it was at the quarterback club, whether it was a press conference, all the press conferences he's done, I believe he knows what he's doing. I believe he's yeah. got the right plan. And, um, you know, it's not just a a plan based on I'm smarter than you, right. as it was Dan with the last Mullen coach. That, yeah, Dan Mullen, it was I'm the smartest guy in the room, and it doesn't matter what players I get. I'm gonna, he, I'm went, gonna, he went eight and four though, right? And we got a bowl win at uh, Michigan at, at the Peach Bowl. So that was what nine and four he went and didn't. Uh, yeah, they went ten the next year. Away. Yeah, and yeah. then um, eight and four because of the the bowl loss, yeah. and then five and yeah. six before he got fired. <laughs> yeah, that didn't okay, go. Well, I'll let you guys go. It's great to catch up. Yeah, good to hear your voice, Gator Pete. Okay, thanks. But I mean, you're—that's a good question. Um, you know, emotionally, uh, you know, you try to stay distant from it. I—I I can stay more distant from it. You can because you have to deal with these guys, sure, one-on-one basis. 
I mean, look, I but I, my relationships with these coaches is, I mean, I was talking to Billy Donovan's son yesterday about what's he doing. He's at the beach playing golf. All right, well, let me go to St. Augustine. Maybe I can run into him. Maybe I can call him. Let's go. Let's go play golf. He'll beat my ass, though, won't he? Of course. You're old. Is he any good in golf? Do you know? I don't know. He plays a lot when he's Then I would off. assume he's got to be pretty decent. Well, you've seen me play. I made an eagle the other day. You did. <laughs> Can't beat that. On the number one mis- handicap holder. I is. misidentified the hole, but it was still the in my tweet. That's what she said. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, continue the conversation. If you want to join us, 392-8255, you're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Sophie Goodwin. After sweeping Mississippi State over the weekend, Gator baseball aims to continue their winning streak against Bethune-Cookman tomorrow night. The match will take place at Condren Ballpark, and coverage of the game will be available tomorrow evening, starting at 6.25. Switching to Major League Baseball, tonight the Rays will take on the LA Angels. The Rays' starting pitcher for tonight's match is Jeffrey Springs, and on the mound for the Angels is Noah Syndergaard. Coverage of the game begins tonight at 9. And in women's golf, Florida competes today in the NCAA Regional Championship in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The team is currently number 11 in the nation. The Gator men's golf team will participate in their NCAA Regional Championship next week. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sophie Goodwin. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year, so help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, 
pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Jules and Dozo here with you on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Plenty of stuff to uh, sound off on from the weekend that was, so let's keep it rolling as Michelle is ready to talk to us next. Hey, Michelle, welcome. Hey, how are y'all today? Fantastic. Great. Um, So I just wanted to comment. um, I heard um, Pat talking about, you know, if we went eight and four, you know, that we – that might be a good season or what have you. That's his thought. And I'm going to be honest and say if we went seven and five, I'd probably be okay. I think the key for me is how we play. You know, I was one of those fans that used to just scream and holler, you know, we're not a bottom feeder school, and I don't understand why we get one injury and, you know, there's just we don't have anybody to replace. And then when you realize just how our recruiting had suffered and we really we really only had, like, one level of players and then you got down to the second and third and realized we didn't really have the talent that we needed to have. And so when you realize that and realize what Napier is having to start with and really try to ramp up the recruiting and all that, it is not going to be uh, come in the first season and just blow the socks off. So... And well, what Michelle, I'm going to be looking that, for is if they're going to be fighting. If you know if they play hard. Yeah. If they if they're giving it, they're all and you can see like okay, you know next year these same players and, and then and we've got some good recruits coming in. Okay, I just want to see how they're playing and play hard. So if we went seven and five, I you know I'm probably not going to be that disappointed. Unless we're seven and five and we played and looked horrible. Or if you play undisciplined. If you have Correct. a lot of penalties, yeah. if you penalties. if yeah. somebody throws a shoe, you know stuff like that. Woo! But uh, you know your, your point's a great one. I mean, I think that there is no doubt that um, it's not even about the win loss record this year. It's about the progress mm-hmm. this program right. makes. But you know, you talk about how when they lose a player, and you know, look at Ventrell Miller gets not the first game. Was he tore his labrum? Right. Yes. And, okay. If I remember correctly, they had nobody behind them. They had nobody to nobody. play behind them. And I just could not. I literally, I could not understand that because you would look at other teams 
that would lose a player, and they just didn't miss a beat. You know, they just yeah. lose one and put one in, and then you're just like, okay, Gators, we're not the last of the bottom here. And then you realize, oh, but actually we were. Well, <laughs> you know, I, well, here's when I, when I realized it, I was like, okay, well, we actually probably were because there was nobody behind these players. Well, and that's the thing. You look at Georgia right now, what they've done with their recruiting over six years of Kirby Smart. They've done a great job. They had 15 players in the NFL draft. They're still yeah. going to be picked to win the East. Yeah, and, and 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 Mike, I don't, I can't think of anybody else. I think is going to win the East other than Georgia right I don't now. Don't either because they got yep. a bunch of great players coming in right behind them. Whereas Florida doesn't doesn't have that luxury because they they've done a poor job of recruiting. Right, and so that's why fans have to. I mean, if they want to look at the model, then you look at Georgia. It did not happen overnight. It no, they were like seven and six years. their first year under Kirby. Oh my gosh, yeah. we, and we, you know, ah, yeah, and we beat up Georgia and all that, but they were meticulous, and he stuck with his plan of building up a team and having those that come behind them. And so fans are going to have to take a chill and realize this is going to be multi-year before we really get back to the top where we want to be. They have to have patience because if not, this will be a same cycle and we'll just stay in that cycle. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think Scott Strickland understands that too. So we went out and found a guy that understands that process. And I think the more that he saw Dan Mullen go through it and the more he saw other teams be successful and Mullen not doing what it took, then – he found somebody yeah. that, that understands it. So, Michelle, I think it's great, too. And I, I would hope that everybody's like that. And, and a lot of people might say that's the way that they're going to be. But, you know, you go out and lose to Utah yeah. and then you lose to Kentucky or something. Oh, and you're I one know. and we'll two. And then people are freaking yeah. out. They will be. And they'll be jumping off the ledge and oh, yeah. calling into your show and carrying on. And then I'm going to have to call in and be like, people. Yeah. Chill out. Well, Chill. Michelle, <laughs> we are counting on you to straighten these people out. All these I'm callers. Doing, listen, I'm going to do my best to do it. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and you know, just y'all come on. Because I was one. I get it. But come on, if we're really going to do that, when you look at the top programs, you see what they have done. And we're really so far behind the eight ball that we're going to have to chill out. And we're going to have to eat some losses that we don't want to have to eat in order to get to where we need to be. That's just well, the reality of it. And that's the thing, Michelle. You don't want to eat those losses in year four like they did this last year. Correct. Where it was, right. you, you go up to South Carolina and you don't show up. You lose to Missouri. You lose. Oh, uh, now I'm with you wholeheartedly yeah. on that. I mean, so it, look, if you lose to Missouri, that's one thing. But if you lose to Missouri when you have to win the game, that's another thing. Then it, that's a whole other thing. So, yeah, I you know, I'm right there and like I said, I my expectations, of course, I always want us to win. I'm going to be cheering, but my expectation this year is just to see improvement, to see fight, to see, you know, giving it they're all reducing the penalties and really showing that okay, this team is building something. We're yeah. we're, we're moving forward, not going backward or staying stagnant. Totally agree with you on that. Yep. Good stuff, Alrighty, Michelle. Unfortunately, not all the Gator Nation agrees with you on that because a lot of this, no, it's a very few of us out here on this island. But that's all right. <laughs> I'll hold it down. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. By the way, Kirby went eight and five his first year. They were seven and five during the regular season. They won their bowl game, the Liberty Bowl. Big time. I had to look that up because I couldn't. I think Saban was seven and six his first year, though. So between the. 
But I mean, since then, Kirby's lost uh, one, two, three, five SEC games in pretty good. five years. That's pretty good. And I mean, I don't know that Florida can get there th- that fast, as fast as he did. He also had a bunch of guys come back, you know, that, that nobody expected to, and um, Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle, and they all all these guys came back and they go, we want to make this this special. That's what you got to ha- kind of have to, to have that early success. All right, we've got to snag a break. We'll do that. We'll come back and uh, keep it going. A little juice. Swing the bat. You're in the on-deck circle to join us here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Yes, it's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their license Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for and it's located right on university and 34th street so it's easy to find and i'm there all the time so i just might see you at play it again sports from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update Mostly clear skies are expected through the evening hours. Temperatures, especially after sunset, will fall and fall quickly into the middle 50s and upper 50s across our area. Highs tomorrow will climb into the lower 80s. Plenty of sunshine sticks around. We'll continue the breezy theme, though, with gusty times approaching 20 miles per hour. Dry conditions remain in place through your Wednesday and most of Thursday. Rain chances to build by Friday. From the UF Weather Center, meteorologist Justin Ballard. 
This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Brian Gutekunst, who's the Packers GM, was quoted as saying, we can't reach just because a player is a wide receiver. And it's a great philosophy. You know, you got all of these other players, second-round draft picks, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams. Packers know what they're doing when they draft. They got a really good history here. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, welcome back. Jeffrey and Patrick here with you. Chatting about some sports here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Zach taking all the calls, so... Call them up, say hey, and we'll get you on the uh, the telly. Damn, damn heat loss the last telly. night. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I literally don't care who wins that series. What? I don't like the heat. I don't UD's like. UD's on the heat. I don't like the Sixers. UD's on the heat. He didn't play. So. You know who played great this weekend was Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah, he's been doing really well. And Al Horford also played really well. Too. My uh, my Luka Doncic rookie car that I got from Jamil a few years ago is, keeps going MVP. up. MVP. MVP. I had to look up and see who he played for, though. Really? I don't watch the NBA wow. during the regular season. He plays for Denver, right? Jokic? The no. guy that won? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I s- I I'd still, when I said it, as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I go, he might not play for Denver. I don't, right. I don't, I don't follow the NBA till the playoffs, and even then, I'm only watching the last five minutes. That is, uh, you you can just cuss them out right now, a little juice, if you want to. It's better right now. The NBA is is playoff is pretty good. Um, it's been it, interesting. I, do, yeah. I think I'm maybe naive or maybe I'm ugly thinking, but when 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 uh, Vince Carter, I'm thinking about Joel Embiid. My son was home, and he was, he said, let's go watch Joel play. And thinking about Joel Embiid playing basketball right here at the Rock. Uh-huh. And then he and then he goes, and I went to a game in Lawrence during that period. While, and I see why a, a, a high school player would go to a place like Lawrence and sign with Lawrence with an environment like that. And and, and you got to wonder how Coach Donovan kind of – thought about that and it's the same way as Vince Carter and Lon Kruger I mean things got to be so just right for to get these players and if you want to be an athlete in Florida against what does Georgia have say in football that we don't have or what does Kentucky or say Kansas have that we don't have that we can't get these guys but there's there's something there maybe our certainly our women's uh, volleyball team has it other than winning, what is it that gets those girls to come here? And it seems like maybe our new baseball field might help in that regard. A girls' softball is good. But not everybody's going to come here and want to play basketball here or even football because some of these schools got some pretty exciting stuff. Agreed or no? Well, you, you mentioned about eight different things. So let me 
take one at a time. And Joel Embiid was an NIL guy before there was NIL. Let's just put it that way. He was handled, and there was he was going to Kansas from the moment he first showed that he, what he was. So uh, Billy never mm-hmm. had a Billy never had a chance at him. That, that's what I've been told. I don't know how accurate that is. That's what I've been told by people in the know. Um, I don't know what you've been told, Jeff, but that's that's the way it was told to me. Yeah. Um. And and the basketball facility now is. I mean, it's it's nice little juice, but if you go to another place. It doesn't compare. It's, no, it's. Um, it's. I mean, it's just got. It's a, not close to Kansas. I a little that. weight room that they can work out in. Obviously, the the basketball court's really cool. They practice on because you got four different Final Four walls, or like floors up on the wall. But the head coach at Kansas, who has a lifetime contract now, cheats like crazy, mm-hmm. and and has been caught cheating, and still got a lifetime contract after he cheated. So that's what you're dealing against. Yeah, the facilities. Uh, something it, uh, that I had a, uh, an acquaintance, he was the architect of the O'Connell Center the first time around, and he told me they built it for $6 million, and when they remodeled it, it was $66 million to remodel it. Isn't that something about how money is? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and they, and, and, and in retrospect, probably didn't do a great job with it, the way they, they've set it up. Uh, just not, not, a lot, not the loudest uh arena in the world used to be one of the loudest places to go play it's not 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 that tough a place to go play anymore now a lot of it is has to do with florida's lack of success um you know they haven't been a dominant program in the last seven or eight years so including the last year of billy when he had he had three no he had he had an nba player on that team and and they went under 500 that would be Vinny, Vinny or Smith. Yeah, I mean Finney Smith. Uh, uh, now again, Finney Smith didn't get drafted because he didn't have a great last year at Florida. Um, I think Ch- I think Chase still trying to hang in there and uh, on the bench with somebody. I think off that group. Yeah, I mean, but, look, the, the bottom line is um, Florida is not a basketball school. Okay, it is a football school, and then the other sports kind of get dragged into it, get tagged along. Kansas is not an anything else school. Florida's an everything. You know, we always like to say Florida's an everything school. Kansas is a basketball school only. They can't even play. They can't even line up to play football. They're terrible. Program's awful. It's been awful for a long, ever since Mangino got fired, and that was a fluke that he they were even that good at, for that time. You know, it's just like with Kentucky. I, I'll give Kentucky credit. They have Mitch Barnhart's a great AD. He has turned them into a school that can do other things. They won SEC or NCAA swimming, uh, or S, was it SEC or NCAA last year? You know, I know they won the SEC in swimming. They're obviously have improved so much in football. You know, but there are some schools where, you know, what is Duke good at besides football? I mean, basketball. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. What is Clemson good at besides football? Hmm. Baseball's Educating decent. Well, they, what, what is baseball? Look up their record right now in baseball. Well, they used to be good. Well, they used to, yeah, but they're not now. They dis- they decided to put everything into football. Florida is putting everything into everything. Yeah. I was just thinking about Joel Embiid, and I, I don't know if you know. I, I've, I've been watching a little of this. And and he seems he really seems like a class guy. I mean, 
he he knocks a guy down, he picks him up. But I mean, I mean, he just does seem like he's a real get. And I'm, I hope he, I hope I'm I'm for them. I'm for Philly. Who would have thought I'd ever been for a Philadelphia team? But I'm for Embiid. I think he, he's all right. So, yeah, we'll see anyway, how. Yeah, I've thanks, no little juice. Think he's not. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. I, I don't know know him at all, but I'm just telling you what I was told. I don't know if you were told the same thing. Yeah. Let's see what the cattleman's got for us today. What's up? What's going on, gentlemen? Checking on after a great, awesome sports weekend. Did y'all hit the derby for the most exciting two minutes in sport. That's all I watched. Those two minutes. <laughs> I tell you what, eighty to one—that was something. Hey, uh, you could have gotten him for three hundred to one if you got it in March. You could have got you could have yeah, bet on no for three hundred to one in nice. Vegas. Yeah. Hey Jeff, did you catch any of that? Uh, speaking of uh, Miami, did you check it out any of that F one race? I did see a little bit of it, it, and it was cool when we actually when we drove down to Miami to play baseball earlier this year. You know, you go right by that stadium. They just started to build the track, so I could see. I mean, so that's how long it took. I just spent several months they've been putting that thing together. But I, I mean, really cool to see how many celebs and people showed up for for something like that. Yeah. They used to have the, um, you know, like the the like the Grand Prix, like when it was Andretti and those guys running around on on those little Indy cars, um, and that went through downtown Miami. So I used to go to those yeah. races all the time. I love those kind of cars. Right. Well, I'm not a racing guy. I usually watch Monte Carlo, but it's kind of the off season here, and it's a college show. But I just wondered if you caught that. Uh, they originally wanted to do a road race through the, the downtown Miami, but the uh, city wouldn't let them. Yep. So they had to race around the Dolphins parking lot. Yep. All right. Hey, Pat, I uh, got some news for you. Did you know you boy the Cattleman's a film critic? Uh, no, and you're not my okay. boy. Well, I, got, I got some news for you. you the, the summer blockbusters coming out. Well, I guess we got two. We got Top Gun two coming, right? Ooh, nice. Yeah, you know they. We saw the preview for that, and I two turned to my ago. wife. I know it, it. It and I said, I don't think this is going to be good. She goes, I don't think it is either. I I just don't see it. Well, let's hope it's Godfather Part two and not Godfather Part three. So usually it could be Hangover fly. Part three, which would even be worse. Yeah. I thought the uh, the Magnum PI sequel was god awful. Did y'all catch any of that? No. I'm a huge Magnum guy. That was terrible. How can it be a sequel? Man? It wasn't a first one. Well, I mean, it was it was like a modern day Magnum PI. Yeah, they put I, some different dudes. In, you know, same same show, same theme, but it, it felt like it. every preview we were watching was for something that has already been like there was a at- new yeah. Avatar coming out. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, uh, heck, I mean, uh, and a new Jurassic Magnum Park. I mean, Magnum P.I. without Tom Selleck, heck, that's like Florida football without Ron Zook, right, Pat? Uh, well, no, that's like the opposite of that. But. <laughs> okay, okay. Here, here's where I'm going, guys. Um, have you heard about this, Pat? You, we're in, we talked to the same people in a roundabout way. The Empire Strikes Back, that would be the NCAA. We thought the NCAA was dead in the last episode. But are you hearing this stuff, Pat, about um, Gene Smith and the AD out there at Colorado wanting to harass some of these dudes getting paid on the NIL. Yeah, well, they want what they want to do is take it out of the hands of these boosters that are doing it on their own. And they want to, yeah, they, like they want to get to a point where there's some legislation, some restrictions on them instead of these guys thinking they're the general manager of these, of these schools. Yeah, I, I think we all want some guardrails and some uh, structure here if you're a college football fan, but isn't the toothpaste already out of the tube? I don't. Way, I don't think it. Nece- I don't think it necessarily is out of the tube completely. I think you can, you can put some of it back in. You can at least make it so that the boosters aren't, aren't uh, trying to run the whole show. Yeah. 
Well, I've told you in the past, Pat, I think it's hilarious that uh, Mark Emmert's going to uh, hopefully not Sandals in the Bahamas, but somewhere nice and retiring, and everybody can quit uh, you know, griping at him at 3 in the morning. He's out of it. And now you got Gene Smith and the Colorado AD trying to fix college football. I find it kind of hilarious. Well, it's not just them. I mean, uh, Greg Sankey and the uh, a- a- uh, the uh, commissioner of the uh, Pac-12 want to, were supposed to speak to Congress, talk about – they want to get some guardrails on this thing. And main, the main thing they want to do is stop boosters from uh, tampering with players, and that's what's happening. We saw the story of, uh, of Zay Jones, the, uh, the wide receiver at uh, Boston College, who was, said he was offered 600000 and 300000 to get into the transfer portal. He wasn't in it. Well, that is wrong. We hey, cannot allow these kind of things to happen. Hey, Pat, um, we all know the NCAA has no subpoena power they never have. If you're one of these dudes that's been getting paid to the NIL, whether it's Quinn Ewers or the dude at Bama, Bama's quarterback got paid, and an NCAA joker shows up knocking on your door, why, why don't you just tell them to get off your lawn? I mean, they don't have, they're defanged at this point. Well, like what they did at, at – and, again, they nothing has happened yet at Arizona State, but they had 13 guys that they gave immunity to to, to yeah. tell the truth. And when they – and I can't understand how Herm Edwards still has a job. I really do. Now he's got Emory Jones as his quarterback. I know. Well, it's hey, – hey, hey. he almost he – he outlasted Will Wade, which I didn't think anybody was. Hey, guys, y'all stay straight. Hey, Jeff, how about them 2022 SEC East Baseball Champions? Y'all hang in there. Dominating. And see if they can keep didn't it. Dominate up. this weekend. No, they didn't. By the way, just so you know, Clemson is nine and fourteen in the ACC. So don't tell me that they're still good. Is that last? No, uh, Boston College, which I didn't know had baseball, is five and twenty-two. Okay, it's pretty bad. But and, those are the teams. And, that... and you know who's in last place in the other division, whatever division they have? Duke. Yeah, those are the teams that they don't. FSU and Miami are playing. Exactly. That's why they get to beat up on exactly. them. And not the SEC. All right, one final break will happen. John, will get you on the other side and wrap things up here on a Monday edition of the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Sophie Goodwin. Today, the Gator women's golf team competes in the NCAA Regional Championship in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The team is currently number 11 in the nation. The Gator men's golf team will participate in their NCAA Regional Championship next week. Switching over to college baseball, the Gators are fresh off a series sweep over the weekend against Mississippi State. Florida will look to continue that winning streak when they host Bethune-Cookman tomorrow evening in Condren Ballpark. Coverage of the game will be available tomorrow night starting at 625. And in Major League Baseball, today the Rays take on the LA Angels. The Rays' starting pitcher for tonight's match is Jeffrey Springs, and on the mound for the Angels is Noah Syndergaard. You can catch coverage of the game tonight at 9. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sophie Goodwin. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Oh, they're just nice people. It's not a bad, bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. You know, that was a horrible thing, and, and now it's, it's you go in, and there are nice people there, and they talk to you, they don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay, we're going in to see everybody exceptional dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things, so... It's not just coming to the dentist. It's we being... come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it. 
This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. No girl wants to have a plain ring or something that she sees on all of her other friends' hand. Meet Kelly Todd at International Diamond Center. The ability to find a ring that is a reflection of her style, it makes a big difference. And at IDC, that's easy. With diamonds in every shape and every size in stock and literally thousands of designer rings, the possibilities are endless. Whether it's an oval solitaire with stackable bands, a rose gold mounting with a square diamond in it, and a white gold stackable band with it, being able to identify with their look where they have their own style I think is very important. So don't make her compromise. Whatever your budget, IDC has the ability to help you create that one-of-a-kind ring. We cater to clients with a $1,500 budget. We cater to clients with a $2.3 million budget. And with non-commissioned experts who listen and guide you every step of the way, it's easy to create the ring of her dreams at IDC. It's not a selling environment at all. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. All things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Since you were in Starkville, they probably don't get cable there, so uh, you didn't get to see uh, Saturday Night Live. Did you? I actually did see part of it. Did you see Arcade Fire? I did. They were really good. The, the, the second song they played, which I, I know very well, The Lightning, really good. It was it was almost as good on TV as it would have been in live. I, I, I liked Arcade Fire a lot. I did like the skit of the uh, the Mother's Day thing when... You're like, oh, he's you're yelling at the kid all the things you don't want her to do. They're showing what she did. Exactly. That was pretty funny. That was pretty good, yeah. All right, let's get John to finish things up. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, guys, I'll make this all quick. Um, Jeff, I know you talk about Mississippi State not being very good, but I, I was really impressed the way that they you still had to go down and execute in the ninth inning. Oh, yeah. This is something that they, uh, that they can take on, you know, keep a game close, and then they feel like they have a little bit of confidence in the later innings. So I like that, you know. Still, like and, and it was a really tough place to play too. Even though yeah, they're, they're not very good, there's the twelve thousand know, still... people there yelling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Pat, you said you still got to go to uh, Missouri. You know, still play on this on this realm, and and just you know, let's kick in the door, and you know, and you know, maybe win five out out of the six SEC games, and just kind of like you know, have some momentum going into the tournament. But uh, switching to softball real quick, I like our matchups. You know, the winner of South Carolina and Texas A&M got a hot 
Kentucky team coming, but I like to think that way at home. It can, you know, hopefully have some little bit of you know, home cooking there and play. Well, them, and the I'm, interesting thing is this team has been kind of like baseball. Yeah. Better on the road than they've been at home. I mean, this team uh, hasn't been great at home. I think they're 22 and 10 at home and 20 and 4 on the road or road or neutral games. Now, I know a lot of those were in that early tournament and everything, but those neutral games, but still they've won uh I think they're they've won 21 games at home and 20 on the road. So, and same way with baseball. I mean, Baseball, this is a good stat for you, Jeff. Baseball has tied for the most road wins in the SEC. Mm-hmm. But they're also tied for second to last in road losses. I mean, home losses. Home, yeah. home losses, yeah. Yeah. But I think that might be momentum at home, you know. You beat Jack. You know, you got, you know. You yeah, know, you hope so. Tim Walton in your side. You know, I wanna, That's why I you want to play at home, yeah. I want a rematch with Arkansas. They took three of us from here. I think that would be. It's a little bit of revenge, you know. If he could take that, pri- I mean, obviously you got to get there too. But I'm looking. I'm obviously I, as a fan, I can look ahead. I want a rematch with them. You know, they're a hot team. Everybody's talking about. They're it. really good. The oh, they are. They've hit over a hundred homers this year. Pitches. They've hit a hundred. You know, I think they hit over a hundred. They hit a hundred homers in fifty games. So, yeah. I, my, according to my math, that's two a game. Well. You know, we'll see. I'm, I want to see that matchup. You know how how we could fare. You know, get get some momentum. Hopefully, on the outside chance of get. You know, still still an outside chance of getting a super regional where they're. Where oh they're uh, yeah. Schedule. I mean, I think they have to win the tournament to get one. Oh, but, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. But there's no reason so, why they can't. So, and there's also no reason why they can't get beat in the first round because right. they're yeah. they're a very inconsistent team. That's. Uh, you, know, you don't know what you're getting in the circle. You don't know what you're getting at the plate. Yep. You know. Yeah. So, lose anyway, guys, enjoy your show, guys, and I'll holler at you later. All right, John. Thank you. And that's that's the thing about both baseball and softball this year, Jeff, is you just don't know what to expect every every night out. So when they sweep Mississippi State, did any of us see that coming? No. You were hoping to get two. You had to get one. Yep. They got all three. But that that was to me amazing. I. Actually sent Sully a text right after the game. I was very happy. That was good. All right, we're happy you joined. Uh, you joined us today. All right. Well, we'll see you tomorrow with Robbie because Jeff. Yeah, I'm has, out. Has a lot of things. To Rest deal of with. the week, peace. But duels will get you through, and softball and a bunch of stuff going on. Appreciate Zach for producing today. Thanks, as Zach. Well. All right. I'll miss you. Hi, I'll miss you too. I'm gonna cry. And eventually, bathroom we're when gonna I walk out. we're gonna spend an entire week together. Can't wait. (laughs) That is the tailgate. We'll be back tomorrow. Robbie Andrew. See ya. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.